This is Tales of Swordfall. Episode 3, Bubble Bubble. Okay. I want one more. I'm going to float over to Roscoe, and I'm going to look in his cup and say, uh, what's in there? Uh, well, it's not the best I've ever had, but it's a drink. You want some? Can I just have a sip? Sure, go ahead. Okay, so I, I take a sip, and uh, th- you guys do not know this, but this is the first time Flea has ever had alcohol. <laughs> That was actually oh. going to be my question, and yep. could you roll me a constitution saving throw? I sure could. Oh, yeah. A big eight. Oh, yeah. you. <laughs> it kind of hits you uh, in a way. Um, like, how do you think Flea gets tipsy? Man, I think Flea just, like, starts thinking about the real meaning of life, you know? Oh, yeah. Totally know. Yeah. Yeah. And he just he floats to the bottom of the pool and just starts thinking about eating a bunch of rats. And that's his happy place. <laughs> nice. When he, when he floats to the bottom, I'm gonna wait like a minute or so and be like, uh he's not coming back up. Is this normal? Uh one of the tucker ladies. Oh, I I think he can breathe. She kinda looks can Flea actually breathe underwater? Yeah, for fifteen minutes. Okay. Yeah, like the 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 servers seem to be kind of used to lizard people and other aquatic people just kind of sinking to the bottom and staying there for a while. I said, uh, I, I nod over to Roscoe. I say, uh, Roscoe, what have you been? Uh, what have you been since the last I saw you? Uh, I'm still trying to find that gnome that's responsible for my brother's death. I haven't found him yet, though. Well, that's depressing. Yeah, that's why I drink a lot. Oh. I swim up and I say, Anyone who can make me feel like this, I'll help you find him. And I go back underwater. Um, But then I came back here, so I wanted to get the reward for that captain. I still think we should go try to find that guy. I definitely agree. I, agree. I, need, I have a I have a big beef with one of his um one of his compatriots. What did he do to you, Ray? If you don't mind me asking, it's not too personal. No, it's I don't mind talking about it at all. It's just that um well, I used to serve in the Belkan army um for a long time and he deserted the the uh, group that we were that not that I was not in, but a different group, a deserter from my army, and he's been spreading rumors about my former um, what's that called unit. So I wanted to uh, remind him how how quickly a life can bleed out. Oh, I'm not going know. to kill him or hurt him. Just. Re- Put the fear of, well, me back into him. Are we going to exile him hey, for dishonor? Hey, the, 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 the wanted poster doesn't say he can't come back beaten up a little bit. It's not Nolander that, that did the, the um, 
deserting. It's his one of his sidekicks or minions or whatever. Some lowlife. He was a lowlife in the army and he's a lowlife now. Do you have a description so we know who to be on the lookout for? Yeah, uh, I saw him earlier. He's uh, kind of a little bit taller than I am, dark hair. One of his eyes is a little little messed up. Um, was wearing like a brown robe. I mean, he could have changed, but I'll definitely know him when I see him. All right. Well, we'll get you your revenge. Yeah, his name is Willis, by the way. Willis Knighton. Willis Knighton. Can I emerge from the depth at this point and just drunkenly scream out like, no one or kill my dad, and then just submerge again? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, dear. Oh, no, you poor baby. Well, well, then he definitely deserves a beating before we turn him in. Oh, yes. Oh, he yes. deserves more than a beating. That is the utmost dishonor. He deserves death at sea, drowning. Wow. Well, we don't get paid, though. There are some things that are more important than money. Honor is more important than money. Well, it's up to him, really. If he wants him dead, then... Uh, I know I... how it feels to lose a parent. His choice. So let's uh, go over so, to Tabby for a moment. Uh... If, as, they're, as they're all having this really deep conversation and like mm-hmm. learning about each other... Stu is quietly going around and um, uh, tipping all of the wait staff and the people who were doing the robes and keeping it watch over everything. And, and he's also s- sort of trying to make sure that nobody's, quote, accidentally sneaking into the robe room and stealing everybody's stuff. Yeah, actually, you notice that uh, there are some women uh that are you know watching the room um they're like you wouldn't notice if you were like watching them like a hawk but you notice these women are you know standing near the door they are definitely like looking in and they seem a little bit more they just seem stronger kind of like more on the uh ray side of things okay uh, Tabby, what are you up to? Um, Tabby grabs Snack and puts a little mouse on top of her head, and she does what tigers would do in the water. She kind of crouches down below, and she sinks her head underneath, and she's actually making her way over to Ray. She was going to bounce up and surprise her, but she kind of slips a little bit like in the water. There's a slick patch, and she face plants. Oh no. Whoops. Flash. And Snack just kind of like hits the water. So, uh... Oh, Snack, are you okay? I snatch up the mouse, make sure he's okay. Oh no. Oh, oh that was embarrassing. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, thank you for saving Snack. Um, I hand it back to her. You okay? I, I, <laughs> I didn't see that. It never happened. What are those things on the back of your, your shoulders? Oh. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I can't really see them very well. Um, they've always been there. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Oh, okay then. You can look if you want. It's kind of embarrassing. Oh, that's fine. Uh, 
You don't have to, to hide them. I mean, we all have our things. Yeah, I was starting to think that maybe you guys make me look like the normal one for once. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Probably fair. And you, you should just uh, rock them, you know, maybe uh, bedazzle them a little, make them stand out, be proud. I can give you flowers. You know you what? Can put that flowers. Would be great. That would be great. Okay, I'm gonna craft some nice, like, white, pretty flowers <laughs> and put them on there. Okay, so what does it look like when you actually do uh, use Druidcraft? I guess in my head, just because of how Flea is kind of a strange guy, I literally just want him to close his hand, open it back up, and have a flower appear. So like a magic trick, basically. Yeah, it literally just looks like a magic trick. Yeah. Oh. So Flea, that is the most adorable thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I can do more stuff, and then I make the room smell really nice. Like maybe some rosebuds. It it already smelled really nice, but now it just smells super nice. Oh, that's nice. The only thing that I can do that is even remotely cool is I touch my fingers together and cast light on my hands and I say, but I think there are a lot of people who can do this. I can do, Roscoe goes, yep, and he casts light on his fingers. Roscoe, you're a show off. Some dude. Give me a blade and I shall see, show you what I can do. <laughs> Some, Give me some skulls to crack. Some random dude, like, kind of laughs, and he's like, oh, I could do that too, and then cast light. <laughs> well, I can't make a light, but, um, and I cast Minor Illusion and uh, make a little flock of little birds fly around for a little bit. So, what's uh, Krakatur up to uh, he's kind of trying to remain in the camaraderie that's taking place while also trying to watch the sides, make sure people aren't trying to, you know, take our stuff. Mm -hmm. You uh, kind of notice the same thing Stu does, that there are, like, women in strategic places. You're not really sure how they're keeping an eye on everything, but, you know, you can tell if something goes awry that there are a bunch of strong women ready to take action and... Probably throw out who needs to be thrown out. So, seeing these awesome warrior women guarding their stuff, Krakatur starts kind of becoming more at ease and just kind of lounges about. And, Stu, since you are tipping everyone so generously, you are, like, actually getting a bunch of attention. And they, okay. <laughs> they put you at the top of the list to, you know, go through that shampooing process. <laughs> and also maybe a little bit more, you're starting to get, like, someone on you massaging you, and, like, someone's gently putting their fingers through your scruff and shampooing it. Like, you're being adorned with, like, rose water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Stu is, um, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, uh, if anybody pays attention and looks at him for more than a couple of minutes, if they just glance at him, they might think that he looks a little embarrassed by, uh, what's happening. But if they keep watching, um, they'll notice that he's really enjoying it quite a bit, but trying to hide it, which is where that embarrassed look comes from. 
Um, but uh, yeah, he's he's loving it. The problem is a smile on a kobold's face looks like you can't tell if it's angry or happy or whatever. Uh, but uh, you get a distinct impression if you watch for any length of time. And Tabby, pretty soon your name is called to uh, come up and get a shampooing. Um, okay, so Tabby, right before Tabby goes to get a shampooing, she um, she puts snack on the side of the um, pool area and she dives in deep and noticing before that Krakatoa was like kind of chill and relaxing, she wants to go underwater and pull his leg just because she's silly that way. And... Um, but I guess she, she rolled 10, so. Well, uh, usually it's strength versus strength, so let's see. Uh, let's see if you can outstrength crack it oh, to yeah. her. <laughs> well, it's more of a stealth thing to see if she could do it, so that's even better. She totally screws <laughs> that up. Crack it to her, there's like a nudge on your leg. I don't even notice it. <laughs> <laughs> uh Okay, so Tabby uh, resurfaces and she's just like, damn. Okay. Maybe next I'm time it will get me. Ah, Krakatoa, I still owe you for the last time. Um, <laughs> she she gets out of the pool and then she does like almost a dog shake. Cats do it too. Just shake, 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 shake. And she's like fluffy, but she's fine with that because she's going to go get her, her deep cleanse on. Yep, so. and you're taken by the... Togo women, and uh, you're just kind of taken to the sidelines. They have, you know, a nice chair, and there's like wooden buckets, and they soak your feet. Well, pause. Wait and... a second. She, I have to take care of my snack as well. No. Yeah. Is there a little chair for a little mouse? We put a little mouse, little little umbrella, like you get in a cocktail. Oh, definitely. They probably have a little like bed for your. They they're probably they probably keep killing calling it a familiar, even though it's just a pet. It's a pet. Snack snack needs to be taken care of. We can just put him right here, and you can just wash him as well. And they do it. <laughs> and snack needs a pedicure. He, he needs pink toes. <laughs> <laughs> they they kind of like the women just kind of shrug because you know it. Stu has just been like throwing gold around, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, if you're, uh, you know, cool with that dude, then we're cool with you too. <laughs> and they're yes. they're treating Snack just very nicely, very gently. You can tell Snack has probably not has never been pet in this sort of way before. Kind of has that like first, oh my god, there's strangers touching me, and then. That like almost sleepy mouse face, and and you kind of start to see why because these people are nice, they're gentle. Um, it doesn't feel like when other people bathe you and they're just like kind of scratching at your skin. <laughs> they're they're being very professional and very gentle. Get the spots on my tail and my back. Would they reach? Oh yes, that's the spot. I want to like nod over to Krakator and say, you know, I usually I I know the people that I fight with pretty well, but your story, Krakator. Ah, my story. Tis long in the telling. 
Uh, the short version is I come from far away from here. My people different than the people I encounter here. And uh, I stowed away on a ship and I met Tabby and Flea and have since traveled with them and been turned away many a places and arrested once or twice. Arrested? I, when my other half comes out to play, it can get me into some trouble. Your other half, like a twin? You could say that. It's difficult to explain. In your head, you just hear, Just say my name. Just say it. I will not say your name, Kazu. Ah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so, this other half, that's who you're talking to when you talk to nothing? Uh, yes. Oh, you can hear me? Oh, oh, oh. Well, you're speaking oh. aloud, so... I never really, really realized that no one's really pointed it out before. It's a little strange, but you know, you're not the strangest person I've ever seen, so don't, don't worry. It, tell me, what's your story? Enough about old Krakatoa. I told you I'm a soldier from Belka, and I decided to leave. Belka has some uh, corruption problems, and um, it's not really a great place. Uh, so I came here working as a mercenary, working as a hired... Uh, I'm only really very good at uh, swinging a sword, sometimes bashing people's face in with my, uh, with my shield. So that's what I do to make coin. Well, I can't complain. I'm pretty sure you saved my life. It was the least I could do, guys. I, I can respect that. Thank you all the same. Of course. Taz, um... I mean, I've seen you perform a few times, but I haven't really spent too much time with you. How did, uh... How did you and your brother get mixed up in all of this? <laughs> I'd like to know that as well. I'm, I'm not sure how Morrison got mixed up with Melander and pirates. My brother is a good man, but... You hear well. a scoff from the cook. You know my brother? Yeah, we were on the same ship before you left. So why do you scoff? <laughs> Your brother a good man. You yes? don't know what he's been doing for the last few years, have you? Sailing? Working? Trying to protect us? Let's say he found a uh, quicker way to make cash. If you want to keep disrespecting her brother, you can try to do it with my blade down your throat. You saw the letter where he was leaving the ship. That was the letter to the captain. You don't just give the captain a letter to leave his ship. Especially a pirate ship, if you're not part of a pirate crew. We were desperate. Desperate people do desperate things, but my brother is a good man. And I'm just a cook. Which is yes, why we haven't you, you. 
And if you wanted to keep it that way, you should probably keep your mouth shut. I should he open it one more time. I used to be a cook. I'll cook him up real nice for flea. <laughs> he he kind of gives you that like kind of uh god, you know, telling you the truth, but whatever. <laughs> you know, I've killed I've killed better people for saying worse things, so you better keep your mouth shut. She's your only proponent here, friend. I wouldn't talk too much. Yeah, Taz gives you both a grateful smile. When was the last time you saw your brother, Taz? Oh, long time ago. Um, I was 17? And how old are you now? 22. Oh, still young. I'm 12. Oh. Roscoe wants to cast a message to the cook. Yeah. Um, and in the, in the cook's head, he's going to say, is her brother dead and you're keeping it from her? Because if you are, I'd keep that quiet. He can answer back in his head, right? Yep. You can reply to this message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is totally a whisper moment. Well, Taz, I hope that everything with your brother works out. Me too. Can we see Tabby from where we are, getting her, her, her bath on? Uh, yeah, you can see both uh, Stu and Tabby getting their bath on. Actually, it more looks like they're getting massages, so... Does Tabby purr? Hell yeah, she's purring. She's purring like a baby kitten. <sighs> Motor motorboating that up. Stu doesn't purr, but every once in a while he does like an almost involuntary little growl. Uh. You guys are some very strange people. I'm not going to lie. I'm really I I mean that as a compliment. Wanna go hunt some pirates? That sounds great. Yep, that sounds great to me. Well, that's all we have for tonight. Um, let's say goodbye. Um, John, and I play Roscoe the Heffling Wizard. You can find me on Twitter at John underscore the DM. And look on Monday, this upcoming the 25th, for my new podcast, When the Wild Things Roll, releases its first episode. Sounds pretty cool. I'm Amanda or DM Dystress. You can find me at Twitter at DM Dystress. Um, playing Tabby Tipsy Tail, the man, it's a long, isn't it? The Tabaxi <laughs> Tabaxi Rogue Swashbuckler Hexblade. It's uh, a tongue twister. <laughs> and I'm Camille, and I play Ray the Paladin. And I'm Lucy. You can find me at Bluebird Draws on Twitter or Instagram. And I play Taz Mockwell, the Tiefling Bard. I'm Chris. I'm playing Flea, the Lizard Folk Fighter. You can find me on Twitter at Touch of Tiefling. And I'm Sam. I, I play the pretentious Stew, the Cobalt Sorcerer. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Twitter at DM Samuel, or you can find my website at rpgmusings.com. 
I'm Alex. I play as Krakatur, the Air Genasi Barbarian, and his other half, Kazu. And you can find me on Twitter at, at Mr., which is an MR underscore Puddins. And I also have been writing my blog, Cobalt Stew, so check that out if you get a chance. And I'm Paul. I am the DM for this and for the other group, the Purple Group. I. Uh, if you're here, you're listening to Tales of Swordfall, uh, you can find our Twitter at Swordfall D&D. Uh, that's D&D, that letters. Also, you can find us on Anchor FM. I think that's just anchor.fm slash Tales of Swordfall. And if you're listening there, thank you for listening. Um, also, if you're listening to other podcast platforms, thanks for listening as well. Um... Yeah, follow, like, subscribe, um, talk to us. We like interaction. We love interaction, actually. Uh, if you want to follow my personal Twitter, uh, that's at Paul underscore Garish. That's at P-A-U-L underscore G-E-R-R-I-S-H. Yeah, and uh, thank you guys for coming, joining us, listening. Thank you for all the players for coming and taking the time out of their day to play. Uh, this was a pretty cool session. Went nowhere where I thought it would be, but that's part of the fun of D&D, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and as always, whatever time of the day it is, I hope you're having a nice one. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tales of Swordfall. Remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe.